on today's edition of Locked On Eagles. Avante Maddox, he's finally back. How does that impact the secondary? Who to root for outside of the Eagles in Week 17? And LOE3 here to finish up this Friday edition of the show. All that and more. Stay tuned for LOE. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in, everyone, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. I'm your host, Gino Camilleri. For those of you who have been joining us for, heck, a thousand episodes at this point, thank you to our everydayers. If you are new to the show, thank you for joining the nation of everydayers, the best fans in the business all fans of the Lockdown Podcast Network are good in our book, but fans of the Eagles are even better. And this week, it is a big one. They're going against former defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, and the Eagles are getting healthy. Also, there's a lot going on outside of just this game for the Eagles against the Cardinals. Who should we root for this week? Also, we finish up the show with LOE3, but before that, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. Terms and conditions do apply. So, it's Friday. The Eagles play on Sunday at 1 o'clock. I know a lot of people are happy about that. The Eagles have been in prime time a vast majority of the last month and a half or so. You're going to be able to see this game and get home, hopefully, before the sun goes down at Lincoln Financial Field. And you're going to be able to see something you haven't seen in a while, and that's Avante Maddox, the cornerback who suffered a pectoral injury earlier in the season, is finally back. Finally, we're going to see Avante Maddox, who right now is probably the best cornerback that this team can field. Last week, the week before that, they started to settle in. Defensive coordinator Matt Patricia comes in and he starts to go with more of these looks where you're seeing four cornerbacks. You're seeing three safeties. And the defensive backs have stepped up. You see against Seattle, they allow what? 13 points in that game outside of that last drive against the Giants. The defense did a pretty good job. And this week against Arizona, you're going against a team who, yes, Kyler Murray is back. But we find out today that Marquise Hollywood-Brown is going on the IR. The Eagles aren't going to have to deal with him. It's already an offense that isn't one of the best in the league. They're focusing on getting a top five pick. But the Eagles, they're focusing on hopefully getting a one or two or hopefully a one seed. But they're fighting for a top three seed in the NFC right now. What is one thing that has hindered them? It's been that secondary. Injuries have killed them as well. You see, last week you have to see Ben Van Sumeren and Shaq Leonard out there starting over Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow because those two guys aren't in that game because they're injured. And all of a sudden, you're starting to see this team get healthier as the weeks go on. Today's injury report, it was arguably the best one that we've seen in a while. Landon Dickerson, who was out last week, he will be fully healthy and ready to go on Sunday. Nicholas Morrow, 
He's ready. He's roaring. He's going to be a full go. Avante Maddox is back. Zach Cunningham is questionable for this game. The only person that sat out is Darius Slay, and they knew that he was going to be out and until probably the playoffs. But right now, you're looking at a problem that you haven't had in the secondary. How are we going to rotate this unit right now? Because if you look at Avante, he's majority of the time and outside of 2018 when they had to play him at safety and had to play him at outside corner, he's been primarily a slot corner. Well, right now, Eli Ricks has been playing at a level that has been pretty dang good at that slot corner position. And even Bradley Roby has stepped up in a way that I don't think many people expect when he signed off the streets a couple months ago. And on the outside is where the bigger question mark lies. James Bradbury has been the one who's been picked on a little bit more than, heck, a young Keeley Ringo, who I think has exceeded a lot of our expectations. But now this is a good problem to have. How do you rotate this defensive secondary? Can this be more of a matchup-based approach? And going down the line, I mean, let's take this week, for example. Who is the main threat for Arizona? I would have to say it's Trey McBride in the passing game. Well, he's a tight end. James Bradbury, he's a bigger-bodied corner. When he has been in the slot, he's done okay. Do you go that approach, or do you just say, heck, Avante, go back out there. We're going to line it up. James Bradbury's going to be on the outside. Keely Ringo will be out there, and Avante Maddox, just because he has been the incumbent and the one who has had the job for the last couple seasons, he automatically is going to get thrown back into the fire. Or do they say, we're going to play it in a matchup-based approach, much like I was saying with James Bradbury covering a guy like Trey McBride. Do you see a rotation of Eli Ricks in there? Or do they just play it flat up? That's going to be the biggest test for Matt Patricia to date. Does he want to mess with the formula that that he has seen over the last couple weeks? Or does he far and away know that Avante is the best corner, which I think we all know, and he's going to be the guy that gets his job back, and then they figure out the rest. All in all, it's a great problem to have. Same with linebacker. BVS, I'm going to start calling him that, Ben Van Sumeren. He looked pretty good last week. And Shaq Leonard looked formidable last week. Now you're getting Cunningham and Morrow back. What is the rotation going to be? It's a great problem to have. When they aren't hamstrung and playing with one or even two hands behind their back, especially now with the defensive coordinator who's less than a month into his job, getting all of these pieces back is excellent. And heck, when the playoffs comes around, they're going to get Slay back. And all of a sudden, him and Matt Patricia are buddy-buddy. But that's a great problem to have. Avante Maddox, he's going to return. It's going to be great to see. I think a lot of these defensive guys are nipping at the bud to want to go and take on their former defensive coordinator in Jonathan Gannon. We know we'll all be rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles this week, but there's a lot happening outside of what the Eagles are doing when they take on Arizona. What's going on in the NFC? Who should we be rooting for? All that and more as we continue to hum along here at the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's edition of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team 
faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn is a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which helps make it the easiest place and the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that a small business, you're wearing many hats. You're a defense coordinator for the Eagles. You're playing safety for the Eagles. You're wearing many hats as well. Thankfully, LinkedIn helps make this process Super quick and easy. All you have to do to post your job for free is go to linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL to post your job for free over at LinkedIn jobs. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, everyone rolling along here on this final episode of the week at the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team each and every day. I can't believe it's already week 17. I'm your host, Gino Camilleri, continuing to talk about this Philadelphia Eagles team, which at some times can be incredibly maddening, but at other times they control their own destiny like they do this week against Arizona and like they did last week against the Giants. So what happens if the Eagles do go out there and they control their own destiny? What is going to happen? Well, you could find out what happens after the game when we talk about it on the post-game show, and you could also find out what happens over at Lockdown Sports. Today, we have the only national 24-7 streaming channel at Lockdown on YouTube right now. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering top stories of every single show that we do. Make sure you go and subscribe over at Lockdown Sports today to get all that 24-7 coverage where we will be talking about this game and all games, and we roll along what is going on in the NFC. Well, it's mayhem right now. It's mayhem. We don't know a lot of what is settled in stone. Frankly, there's not anything settled in stone. The Eagles can be the one seed. Heck, they could be the five seed. So who should we be rooting for outside of Philadelphia this week? Well, there are two major games that play into what is happening. Well, actually more than two, but I would say focus on these two. Detroit against Dallas on Saturday. Right now, it's going to sound sickening to say this as somebody who sports the Eagles, and I'm sure you're going to find this just as sickening and maddening as I am, but you should be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys this week. Because if the Eagles win out and Dallas does beat the Detroit Lions, the Eagles will have every tiebreaker over both Detroit and Dallas. That's good. So if San Fran, they went out, you're guaranteed the number two seed. But if Detroit were to beat the Dallas Cowboys and Detroit wins their final two games of the season and the Eagles win their final two games of the season, the Eagles would be the three seed due to strength of victory. I don't want to do it. I'm sure you don't want to do it, but we have to root for the Cowboys. It's a Saturday game, national television. We'll see if Dak Prescott and that team can pull it off. But this is the game where it's out of the Eagles' hands, but it could ultimately keep the Eagles from playing one home playoff game or changing it and having two home playoff games. Because let's say... First week of the wild card, you get that home playoff game. Everything plays out. The one plays the lowest seed. You end up playing Detroit. All of a sudden, you're on the road right away. 
I would rather play games in Lincoln Financial Field in the playoffs. We've seen what happens. The Eagles win games there. On the road, it's a little bit different. So the Dallas Cowboys, if they do beat Detroit and the Eagles win out, the Eagles will be the two seed. But how can they get the one seed? Well, San Francisco, they are taking on the Washington Commanders. Right now, it's up in the air. Who's going to even be playing quarterback for them? Sam Howell was benched. Jacoby Brissett was named the starter. All of a sudden, Jacoby Brissett suffers a hamstring injury. It might be Sam Howell again. All in all, they have to take on a San Francisco team, which is very, very hot. I'm not getting my hopes up that Washington goes out there and does something crazy. But the next game that San Francisco plays, and the one that I am assuming they have a legitimate chance to lose, is if the Rams don't clinch a playoff spot this week. The Rams and the Niners will meet in Week 18. The Rams have the ability to clinch a playoff spot this week. If the Rams beat the Giants and the Seahawks lose to the Steelers, the Rams are in. Are they inclined to play their starters in that final week? I don't think so. I'm sure they'll just take whatever wildcard spot they do get. But we also have to hope that Seattle beats Pittsburgh so that the Rams don't lock up that playoff spot and that the Rams have everything to play for in that final week. If I would have to put my money on one of the teams, Rams or Washington, to beat San Francisco, I'm taking the division rival Rams. Not just because they're in the division, but they're a pretty darn good team right now. Their offense is hot. I don't think anybody wants to see them in the playoffs. They have a lot to play for. And if they have everything to play for against their division opponent in week 17 or week 18, rather, I think we would all take that. But it all comes down to Philly handling their business. If you slip up against Arizona or if you slip up against the Giants, Quite literally, none of this matters. All of these scenarios that we are talking about do not matter. But if you win out, let's say San Francisco slips up, Detroit loses to Dallas, and now you control your own destiny at the one seed, who's to say that this team that has been on rough waters the last couple weeks or so can't make magic happen in the playoffs? We've seen crazier things happen. But a lot of it is out of the Eagles' hands. But let's take a step back in history. A lot of the times when that has to happen, when the Eagles control their own destiny, but other teams have to win, the Eagles usually do their part, and the other teams usually do win. If you look at that 08 season, the Eagles had to go out there and they had to beat Dallas in the last week of the season. Blew them out of the water. But it was also... I believe the Raiders had to beat Tampa Bay and the Raiders were an underdog. And I also believe Houston had to beat Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. And Houston was the underdog and both of those teams won and the Eagles make it to the NFC championship and are within a couple points away from going to the Super Bowl. The Eagles just have to handle their business. I think they'll, they're going to have a better game against the Giants the second time around, but this Arizona game, Yeah, they don't have Hollywood, but I know their guys are going to be playing for their coach. Hopefully, the Eagles are playing for what is a little bit of revenge and what is a little bit of, let's just stick a fork in this and control our own destiny. Because they've let this plate slip out of their hands against San Francisco, against Dallas, against Seattle. 
If they win one of those games, they're not even in this scenario. But here they are. Could this be 2018? Could this be 2019 when they win those games down the stretch when they have to? Let's hope. It's going to be a big test against the Arizona Cardinals. Luckily, it is in Philadelphia. It's a 1 p.m. game. Everybody, you're going to be able to watch the game, get home before the sun sets. And hopefully, the Eagles might have a playoff spot wrapped up, and they might win the NFC East for the first time any team has done it since 2004. Heck, I was 10 years old at that time. I think a lot of us don't even remember that. It would be great to see. And you know what else would be great to see? Me and Lou finally figure out how to win LOE3 and a couple of our bets that we do each and every week to finish up our Friday shows. So to finish up, this episode is LOE3 sponsored by FanDuel. But first, a message from our sponsors. Today's edition of LOE, LOE3 and all of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by our friends over at DoorDash. Heck, we are quite literally DoorDashing tonight. I said... To my wife, Jen, I have to go podcast. Can you please just surprise me and order something on DoorDash? Well, she deleted her DoorDash account years ago. She made a new account, and she put in the promo code LOCK23, and she's getting 50% off up to a $10 value when she spends $15 or more on her first order. And you could do that as well if you are an everydayer and you are listening to the show. Make sure you check out DoorDash. If you're in Philly, I recommend getting a pizza from Santucci's. Maybe grab a cheesesteak from De Rossi's. If you need some last-minute groceries, get them from Wegmans, and you can get your favorite hoagie from Wawa. Out here in Denver, we're always getting our favorite sushi. We're getting our favorite barbecue always through DoorDash. Make sure you use the promo code on your first order, LOCK23, to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Make sure you go to DoorDash. Subject to change and terms do apply. This episode of LOE is also brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel, if you don't know what it is by now, it is America's number one sportsbook. Get in on the action and place a $5 money line wager on the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Arizona Cardinals this week, and you will get an additional $150 in bonus bets on any $5 money line bet. You could take that bonus bet, use it on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to keep this NFL season rolling. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL, and all of us here at the Lockdown Eagles podcast. All right, everyone, finishing up this Friday edition of the show, as we always do, it is LOE3 sponsored by our friends over at FanDuel. We do each three player props, so six in total. Lou obviously isn't here this week. He is in Miami. He's living it up down there. So I am doing three picks, and I also put together quite the parley, and I hope this one hits for our friends over at home. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the graphic on the screen. For those listening along, I will put those picks out there for you. They haven't been great. Maybe you want to start to fade me. The last couple weeks, I've been very bad. Very, very bad. I'm 1-8 and eight in the last three weeks. It is abysmal. Follow Lou, if anything, even though he didn't put in any picks in. But hopefully, I can help you out a little bit this week. So, to start it off, I'm rolling with Devontae Smith 
anytime touchdown scorer at plus 180. Arizona, they don't have the best secondary. I think the air is where the Eagles are winning the most right now. Devontae Smith, out of anybody on this team, yes, A.J. Brown has all of the statistics, but Devontae Smith isn't too far behind him. Played pretty well against the Giants last week. I expect him to continue to roll along and plug away and grab another touchdown for this Philadelphia Eagles team. And another wager that I'm chasing is DeAndre Swift and his receiving yards. How Kenny Gainwell finishes with 30-plus receiving yards, but DeAndre Swift has zero receiving yards last week, is beyond me. It's beyond me. I, I truly don't know how that happened. But the number is nine and a half receiving yards. If they can't find a way to implement DeAndre Swift, who's quite an electric running back right now, he's only a couple yards away from 1,000 on the season, why can't you get him more involved in the air like some of these top guys? And going down the stretch, you haven't had a fourth option outside of Dallas Goddard. And when Dallas Goddard was hurt, it's probably DeAndre Swift, who was your next best option in the passing game. Nine and a half yards. Come on. At minus 114, you're putting up a hundred bucks. I think this one, come on. If the Eagles can't get this guy the ball, there's something wrong with Brian Johnson. There's something wrong with them not being able to attack the middle of the field. And they're just not using their resources the right way. Nine and a half yards in the air. Give me that for DeAndre Swift. And I'm taking the over at 48 points. I think the Eagles, their total was 30 and a half over at FanDuel. That's a lot of points, but I do think they follow up what they did last week at 33. I think they could get to around 35. If Arizona could put up two touchdowns, which I very much think they could against this Eagles secondary, which even with Devontae Maddox back, they're not world beaters. 48 points. Count me in. It's against Arizona. I would love for them to just continue to score points against the one who shall not be named in JG. 48, it doesn't seem like a high number, especially this far in the season, especially where the Eagles are on offense after last week, and especially how healthy they are getting on defense. We might be talking about a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown at some point in this game to help them grab a few more points. I will take the over on the 48. And finally, I'm taking the Jalen Hurts QB1 MVP parlay at plus 584. So Jalen Hurts, in order to cover for us, he needs to have over 243.5 passing yards, over 40.5 rushing yards, score a touchdown at any time, and pass for over 1.5 touchdowns. To get to that over 48, you're going to need a lot of points from the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has been money scoring quite literally at any time this season. He also has to figure it out in terms of passing the football in the air. Those numbers have been down. I think he gets back to it this week. He put up 300 in the air last week. The touchdowns just weren't there. I think they get back to that. Two touchdowns in the air. It's reasonable. I think it very well is going to happen. I think he's going to score a tush push at some point in this game. And he just runs the football exceptionally well, especially when the game is on the line, especially when the season is on the line. And he's looked arguably the healthiest has been all year long. So if you still trust me at this point, roll with that parlay, roll with my picks. The Eagles, they got to keep rolling. They got to beat the Arizona Cardinals. They know what's on the line. It is a chance to get that number one seed. 
It's a chance to hopefully play for a couple home playoff games. That's what this Eagles team needs to get. On the road, don't like their chances much. At home, they can quite literally beat anybody if they are on their game. But that'll do it for this week of LOE. We appreciate you tuning in each and every day. If you want to check out not just LOE, but every single show here at the Lockdown Podcast Network, make sure you also check out Lockdown Sports Today's national 24-7 streaming channel, the only one that we have here that is covering every single show across the network. We also have the city shows in Dallas, Minnesota, Cleveland. Check out quite literally everything at the Lockdown Sports Today YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe when you're there. Make sure you subscribe to us here at the Lockdown Eagles podcast. It's the way that we spread the message of the birds. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Gino Camilleri. Lou DiBiase, my co-host, he is in Miami. He's living it up. Hopefully he gets back safe. Hopefully you enjoy this game against the Arizona Cardinals. We will be back with a post-game show. Make sure you tune in on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast for free as well. Like, rate, subscribe. When we're not talking here, we're talking on Twitter. Check me out at GC24 underscore football. Check out my co-host at DiBiase LOE. Follow the main page at Lockdown Birds and all of the shows at the Lockdown Podcast Network. And that'll do it for me, Gino Camilleri. As always, go birds and fly, Eagles fly.